So I've had quite a few people hit me up through the emails. Y'all can hit me up, techgclass at gmail.com. If y'all got like these very specific questions that you want an answer to. And if I don't ever get around to making a video about it, I'll talk about it. I'll answer your email. But for those of y'all who do hit me up, let me say this. I get like a ton of emails from people asking me, how can you get a free laptop? <laughs> I know I made that laptop video like two years ago. Understand, I'm not in the business of giving out free laptops. A lot of y'all who are overseas who send me these questions about how you can get a free laptop and you're way over in India or some other country, I don't have the answers for you. I'm sorry, I, I just don't. You understand? Then what's another thing y'all ask me? It's about those laptops. Oh, yeah. And it's about these vouchers. Some of y'all be hitting me with the, uh, I don't want to say sob stories, but some of y'all be hitting me with the, uh, you know, hit me with the stories and the emails about vouchers. Listen, I can't get you no free vouchers. I can get you a discount. Go to my website, Tech G. I sell discounts. I can't get you no free vouchers. That's just not how I roll. That's not how it works with me. Anyways, boss lady says, I have two certs. I'm currently searching for an IT job. Super facts. What cert you got? So let's talk about that real quick, boss lady. Are the ITF quiz questions straight from the exam? All right, so let me answer that question, lardism. I don't work for CompTIA. I don't know what exactly they're going to have listed on that test. Will you go sit down? I do not work for CompTIA. I do not write the test. I do not have access to their test. I just put test questions together based off of information that I research to write these classes, these, these, do these videos. And based off of me, you know, doing this for 20 years. But I do not work for CompTIA. So, I don't know. There might be the same questions. It might be some brand new stuff. I legit don't know. I do not work for CompTIA. All right, so let's talk about certifications, right? So, this is a common question I get um, in real life, the emails and occasionally in the comments about people, they want to go out there and get all these certifications, right? Because you're thinking in your head, if I go get IT Fundamentals, A+, Net+, Security+, AWS, Azure, uh, CCNA, Pentest, CYS, you know, you just load up on all these stats, all these certs. It's going to make you look like the man or woman out in these streets, right? You're just thinking that the floodgates are going to open up for job opportunity. Well, let me, let me kind of tell you what the reality is. The reality is you're probably going to end up spending a lot of unnecessary money to get certifications that you don't necessarily need because they're not necessarily in alignment with your current pr career progression, meaning you're going down this path of cybersecurity or you're going down this path of data something or something over here, networking, but just stacking all these random certifications. Well, it's like these certifications, are they actually helping you get a job in the lane of IT that you want to go into? And oftentimes it's not. So my advice to you all is, depending upon what path you want to go in IT or what specific job you want to get in IT, you need to focus on the certifications that can put you in that path or land you that job. That's it. That's all you need to do, right? That's it. Like I've been, I've been in tech for 20 years. I got like five IT certifications, five or six. <laughs> if you count some of the ones that expired, I don't have like this long list of certifications because what I did in tech, I started off, you know, help desk networking and transition doing cybersecurity stuff. What I needed for my career progression, it didn't require me to have all these random certs. Like I don't have AWS. I don't have Azure because I'm not working in a cloud position. 
right? Now, if I decide I want to go get AWS, or if I decide I want to get certified in Salesforce because I want to do something with database development, then it's either because I'm trying to get a job in that lane or it's a requirement of my job or whatever, or I'm just doing it because I want to make myself feel better and hang another certification on my wall or put it in my little certification book and throw it up on my LinkedIn resume so I can stunt and flex on everybody when they click on my profile. That, that's it, All right? That's it. That, that's the only reason why, you know, you, you would do that. So I just encourage you all, you get in the tech, obviously, if you're brand new, know nothing about IT whatsoever, IT fundamentals. If you know a little something, start with A+, get your network plus and your security plus, right? Those are your base layer certs that I push on everybody. I don't care what lane you're going into because they give you the basic foundational understanding of computers. What is a computer? How do computers communicate with each other? And how do you secure computers and best practices to prevent malware and you know people from messing up your computers and all that stuff, right? And then once you get that, you kind of figure, you know, okay, what do I want to do in IT? I want to be cybersecurity. I want to do some cloud development. I want to do some database management. I want to do some of this. I want to do some of that. Then you start, quote unquote, well, I'm not going to say quote unquote, you start specializing. Then you go look at the certs. What certs do I need to become a cloud developer or a cloud security guy or a cybersecurity person or a database developer? Then go get those certs. Don't just be like, I want to be a database developer. And then you go out there and spend money on a penetration testing certification. For what? Why would you do that? You could have took that time and energy and money and invested it into a course or some type of training material to help you become certified in database development or cybersecurity. Oh, well, not cybersecurity, but database development. You understand what I'm saying? Like, focus on the certifications that actually align with your career progression or what job you want to do. Don't just get certs just to get them. Now, you can. I'm not saying that you can't. If you feel like, you know what, I want to know everything in tech and I want all the certs, then go out there and stack them certifications, baby. Go out there and do the damn thing. But just understand, you having a thousand million certifications isn't going to create all these wonderful job opportunities for you. Because I had a conversation with somebody earlier, and he was, and this person was like, um, what did this person say? They said something about, if I get these certs here, well, that not that going to make my money go up? So let's talk about that real quick. Let's just say, let's just say you got your, your A+, plus, your Network+, plus, and uh, your Security+, plus certs, right? You just started off in IT. You, 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 know, you know what I'm saying? You just got those certs like two months ago. Now, let's just say you're competing or going up against another person who got those same certs, but they've been in IT for like 10 years. Listen, realistically, you shouldn't expect to try to make the exact same amount of money as the person who's been doing this for 10 years, even though you might have the same certs as them, but you don't have the same work experience as them. Remember I tell you guys, here's, here's the, uh, the pecking order of importance. It's experience, sits at the top, then certifications, then maybe formal education, like college degrees and stuff like that. But experience is the king out in these streets, right? So you can have all the certs. If somebody has the same certs as you, but they got like five, 10 plus years over you, well, that person with five, 10 years in the game and can prove, you know, they're gonna look more like a superstar because they got a documented history of you. I can get busy doing whatever it is that I'm doing out in the streets. You, you just took a test. It's kind of like, um, think of somebody going to get their driver's license. Matter of fact, I got my son just turned 16. So we working on getting him some driver's license around here. I've been driving since I was 15, I'm 42. So whatever the math comes out on that, 
do you really think my 16 year old, if he goes and gets his driver's license next week, that he is a better driver than me? <laughs> we both got a driver's license, but I've been driving since I was 15 and I'm 42. He just started driving. I'm the more experienced driver. I'm, I'm well aware, or I should be more well aware of what goes on in traffic than my son who's just learning how to drive. It's the same, it's, it's kind of the same mentality here. So you gotta get this experience of just cause you go get these certs, right? Now this isn't true across the board because there are some certs, let's just take a, I don't know, AWS or something. You go get your AWS cert, which isn't hard to get. You know, you might come in making more money than somebody that's doing, who just got their A plus, net plus, and security plus, because it's a specialized cert. But you got to understand, you're still going to start at the bottom of the cloud level. Like, they're not, <laughs> like you're not going to go get your AWS cert, and then next you know, you're going to be running the cloud department at your company. Like, no, you're still going to come in at the bottom. But that bottom for the AWS cert, that bottom for cloud stuff, might be higher than the networking guy who got his A plus, net plus, maybe security plus, something like that. You understand what I'm saying? So you can go get some of these certs and make more money, but you gotta understand, when you start creeping up the ladder, making the big bucks, now you're cracking six figures. You know, we're talking about people that's been doing this for X amount of years. Unless you go get one of those highly specialized certs where you can come in at damn near six figures. You know what I'm saying? Um, which I don't think most people are really ready for that life, but that's just my personal opinion. But you got the overall point is you got to put your time in. You got to go out there, learn this stuff, get book smart, do what you got to do to pass these tests. But you also got to go out there and get your lab on. You know whether you quote unquote labbing at work by working on some stuff, or you set up some little spot at the crib, or you volunteering doing some work. You got to get that experience up. So you can make that resume do what it do. So you can justify and prove you know what you're talking about as opposed to you just going to uh, pass a test. But, um, but regardless, getting back to the original point of stacking certifications, I think it's a waste of time and money because you don't, have to, you don't have to go out there and get all these certifications to get to the big bucks. You just need to get the relevant certifications that are specific to the job that you want to get and the career field that you want to be in. That's, that's what you need to focus on. And you're like, well, how do I know what to go get? I'll tell you what to do. Y'all want to know the easiest way to figure out what search you might need? Go on Indeed. Go to Indeed.com and just punch in the job, do a job search for the job that you might want to do in tech. And then, then go read the job description. And see what all they say in the job description. That'll tell you what you might want to focus on. If, if, you, if you pull up like, I don't know, 10 to 20 different job postings for the same job. And you look at all 10 to 20 of those job postings. And they all mention the same certifications over and over again. Those are probably the certifications that you may want to go focus on. You understand? If, if you want to get a certain job or be in a position to get a certain job. All right? That's how this works, y'all. So don't be out there just chasing search. Now, if you want to chase the search, shout out to Neo Moses for becoming, uh, let me see, you got, a, you got a turquoise star. So that means you've been around for a month. You've been a channel member for a month. I encourage the rest of y'all to get on these memberships. You understand? So y'all can stand out in the comment section. <laughs> you know what I mean? One day I'm gonna come out with some merch and give y'all a discount code, but whatever. But um, all right, so let me, but anyways, if you wanna just stack certs just so you can say, just so you can flex and stunt on people on Instagram, be like, ha ha, I got more certs than you, by all means, handle your business. I'm just telling you, it's probably not gonna put more money in your pocket. It's probably not. I'm just saying. But if it makes you feel better, do what you do. All right, let me see what y'all are yapping about. I don't know if y'all can hear my son in the background making all this noise. All right, so JM says, I did that mistake, bro. I got the cop to your trifecta and your videos are free and still no job, bro. Uh, there's, there's like a thousand reasons, so we got to... All right, let's talk about... Uh -oh. Let's talk about these jobs, right? 
So, we got to understand some things, folks. Getting a certification is just one aspect, right? Getting a certification essentially means, hey, you studied for a test and passed it. That's it. There are a lot of entry-level jobs where that's all you really need. And then, you know, because you just say, go, go read the job post. They'll tell you, just need A+, plus, Network+, plus to apply, high school diploma, GED. You in there, right? That's all you need. And they know, you know, more than likely train you up on the job. Um, there are some, some companies, whether it's entry level or whatever, they're going to want to see the cert. And then when you go in there and interview, they're going to want you to explain to the interviewer that you actually know what the heck you're talking about in regards to that cert. Meaning you didn't just go in there and study for a test and pass the test. Like if they, the employee might ask you something, can you explain to me what a mail server is? And can you explain to me how to, or what does DHCP do? You know, they might add, they, they might want you to demonstrate this knowledge to prove that you didn't just study to pass a test. You know what I mean? So, you know, but like I said, I would have to actually talk to you one-on-one -on -one to figure out why you didn't get a job, but there, there's a million reasons. I'm leaning more towards maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to actually speak to you. Uh, how you got three certs and no job? Well, well oh, casual call responded back. All right, I just kind of explained that. There are some people who just chase certifications. You got to get that experience. And you're like, well, I don't have a job. How can I get experience? I mean, there's a myriad of ways you can do it. But it's not just about getting the experience. It's about when you go sit down and interview, can you actually explain what's going on? Like, can you, can you walk it like you're talking? More info on the cybersecurity pathway would be great. Thanks for all you do. Very helpful. Yeah, we'll, we'll eventually get there, man. <laughs> we'll eventually get there where I'll start making more videos, talking more and more in detail about cybersecurity, but I ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got wife, kids. What time is it? I got to take my kids to karate practice in like the next hour and a half or something like that. Got a job. We'll get there eventually. Let's see. Uh, all right, what's good? What's good to get into if you're going to school coding or UX or cybersecurity? Yeah, it depends on what you want to do. You know me, I'm going to always say cybersecurity because I think that's the easiest thing to do. But it depends on what you're interested in. You know, you might like coding more. You might want to learn Python and you know, get out there and start writing scripts and doing all kind of crazy stuff. It really depends on you. What do you want to do? I can't say one is better than the other because somebody could put up an argument saying, well, coding is better. Like, I got a friend that does database development. He teaches database development. got his whole course on that. He'll sit there and argue me all day long about why people should just become database developers. <laughs> he puts up a compelling argument, you know what I mean? But I'm not a database developer type of dude, so. And he's not a cybersecurity dude. Um, coding engineering is what I was looking into. I know, I know a systems analyst with no college, two certs, and a lot of years of hard work. Yeah, my brother's like that. My youngest brother, he uh, dropped out of college his freshman year. Like, let me see, Hold on, probably like close. To, how many years ago was that? His freshman year of college would have been 2002, 2003. We're talking almost 20 years ago. <laughs> My brother dropped out of college his freshman year, right? He got a couple certs. That dude makes like $130,000 a year working in cybersecurity. But he got a ton. He got a lot. Of, he he been in tech for like eight, about nine or ten years now. I mean, so you, you can do it. College ain't, you know, he got that experience. And I had a couple interviews that I'm still waiting on him to decide, but it's been weeks. Um, it'd be like that. Listen, you got to understand, you go for a job interview, you might interview and then, you know, they might take their sweet time calling you back if they ever call you back. You got to be proactive. You, you can call them or you can just keep throwing resumes out there and going on job interviews. You know what I mean, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, you can't really control that aspect. But then if you do call them, I wouldn't be harassing and bugging them like it's trying to sound desperate because then. They might not hire you or they might just offer you whatever. And you're like, oh, please, yes, I'll take it. You know what I mean? You don't want to be put yourself in that position either. 
Some of the certs are increasing in price. Yeah, that's the way it is, man. Blame inflation. <laughs> I don't know, man. These companies ride, you know, they, they make their prices go up. I have no control over that. It's a waste of time to stack them, but not utilize them. Doesn't make sense. It's a waste. Yeah. I mean, listen, don't, don't stack them just for the sake of stacking certs, man. Get certs that you feel like you need for your career progression. If you don't, like I said, what's the point? If you want to become a, a cybersecurity dude, why are you going out there getting database development? Learn how to be a DB. Especially if you have no intention of being a DB, a database administrator. Doesn't make any sense. What's up, Chris? Jared says, man, my arm's getting tired of holding this phone. Jared says, uh, get your foot in the door. Where it goes from there is on you. Yeah, man, get that. Yeah, all you got to do is get, get, get your first job in tech. That's all you need. You get your first job in tech, man, you can start stacking actual work experience on that resume. That's the most important part. Because, look, you'll get your first job in tech unless you, like, really love that company and they're, like, treating you like a rock star and laying out a clear path to get from point A to point B. You know, most people within a year or two are probably going to go find another job that's paying more money because you're going to have the experience up. You'll be like, listen, I'm tired of plugging in freaking printers. <laughs> I'm tired of resetting username and passwords. Let me do something else. I got my experience. Let me go get another job. I mean, that's just what happens with a lot of people. Wes says, I started the help desk at the start of summer. My only cert was ITF. You could start entry-level work without them to get the experience in. Yeah, you can do that too, man. It's a lot of companies. They'll take you on if you know how to talk that, that computer talk, you know, write that resume real good. Speaking of resumes, y'all need, res need help with your resume. Go to my website, Technology G. Your boy be over there turning, do, doing resume miracles out in these streets. <laughs> I do resume miracles out here. You know what I mean? Resumes I've written in my life a lot. So I help y'all out. Go to my website, man. Let's see. I will say to any students, look at if your university will let you skip certain courses if you have the cert before taking a respective class. Yeah, that's another possibility as well. I think they call it like clepping out or something like that. That might, that might be something. Drive is a big part of it. I had to apply to several places per day before getting to where I am. If you apply to 100 places, you're almost guaranteed to get one or two responses. Yeah, that's kind of the way it is, man. Listen, when you guys are looking for jobs, here's the thing, right? You can't just throw out one or two resumes a day. You might have to go sit down in front of that computer for about five, six hours writing resumes and sending them out to a whole bunch of companies. And then you need to tailor your resume to the company you're applying for. So that's what I'm saying. Do not be out here putting together these one-size-fits-all resumes. You need to go through and read the job description, what they're asking, and tailor that resume for them. And that might turn into a doggone five, six-hour day, depending upon how serious it is. You might have to apply, I don't know, 10, 20. Like, I remember when I was looking for a job at one point, I, apply, I would apply to 10 to 20 companies a day. Until, you know, somebody hit, hit, hit your boy up, was like, come in for this uh, job interview. You know what I mean? And then when I did start going on interviews, I would go on, I'd do like maybe three or four a week. Something like that. I remember one interview I went in, I went in there telling jokes. I was, I was tired of interviewing. I just went in there and started cracking jokes. I started cracking jokes on the person interviewing me. And guess what? They offered me the job. <laughs> They offered me the job. I was in there, I was in there roasting. Like, we, I'm like, I'm tired of this crap. Let's just, let's just get it in. But you gotta be a people person. Cause see, another thing with a lot of y'all that, that want to work in tech, a lot of y'all are like introverts. You're shy. And listen, I'm, I'm telling you what I see. I'm not, not saying anything about anything about any of y'all in the comments because I don't know y'all. I'm telling y'all what I see. A lot of y'all are introverts, real shy. People skills is is a little, is a little, you know. Not fully there, where I think they should be. But your boy over here, your boy over here, I've been, I've been the life of the party since forever. <laughs> How do you think I met my wife? I was the life of the party out in these streets. You understand? Um, 
Plus, when I was in the military, they used to make us go in front in the platoon and give these stupid speeches and teach these classes. So I learned, I learned a lot of this. Well, it started in college, but I learned a lot of this in the military, just how to speak on the fly, where I had to force myself in these uncomfortable positions. And so now I go out here, I just talk to anybody. And plus, another thing is, I think some of you younger cats, some of y'all in y'all teens and 20s, Y'all grew up looking at YouTube and Instagram all day long. Y'all don't really go outside and play with people. I think that's hurting some of y'all's personality skills. Because see, back in the day, when I was in high school in the 90s, we used to have to go outside and, and go speak to people. Read body language, put Tic Tacs in your mouth, cologne on, smell good, look good. All that stuff can help you out. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to sell yourself to somebody you're trying to meet and talk to. That stuff can translate into the professional world, too. So you got to think about all these people who are just glued to their phones and computers all day. Trust me, I got a 16-year-old son who's kind of, you know, somewhat like this a little bit. If you don't learn how to engage in, in you know, just engage with people face-to-face, -face, where you can read body language, you know, you know, that could possibly, possibly hinder you somewhat in a job interview. Because you got to remember, in a job interview... You're not just going in there just proving to everybody how smart you are. I know how to do all this. Look at all my certifications. I can, I can you know, set up routing tables. I can, you know, do this. I can do that. I can, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Red team, blue team. You know, you're just spitting out all this, this techie stuff. You got to go in there and sell yourself as a person, too. Do people want to be around you? You come in there, you got all your certs, right? You come in there speaking... Speaking IT lingo fluently, but you forgot to put deodorant on. You forgot to brush your teeth. And you in there smelling like hot Karachi. <laughs> you probably ain't going to get hired. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to be honest with you. You coming in there smelling like all day, I'm probably not, you know, not going to hire you. Because your personal hygiene just isn't up to standard. Are you coming there to the job interview? And you staring at the ground the entire time, biting your fingernails, sweating profusely. You shake my hand, and you know what I'm saying? It's there, you, you know, there's no, you know, I don't feel any life in your hand. <laughs> you can't make eye contact with me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know, if we're, I don't know if this is gonna work. I'm not saying that you got to be like this, this super alpha male personality or you know whatever but you know you need to you know, there needs to be some life in there because I, I gotta be around you i gotta be around you like i remember i was in the army i used to work at the for the nsa out in fort gordon this one dude sergeant uh what was his last name sergeant some i can't remember this dude anyways we used to be on shift together i used to hate being on shift with this dude we used to be on these 12-hour shifts right we on shift, right? Just me and him in this little room next to this doggone data center on the other side of the wall. This dude had a habit of digging in his nose and wiping his, his boogers on his uniform. And I used to be like, please do not touch anything in my area. <laughs> we ain't doing no handshakes. We ain't even doing fist bumps. We just gonna do, we just gonna hit each other with the head nod and keep it pushing. Like, I don't want no physical contact with you. So I remember one day we had an office party <laughs> where, where everybody brought food into the office party. And he brought food. I was like, oh hell to the no. Oh hell no. I, I told some people, like, listen, I don't think you might, I don't think you wanna be eating what he's about to be serving. Because I used to be on shift with this dude. And I used to see what he would do. I'm like, my man, you in here going to town up your nose, and now you in here bringing in food. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, no, I don't, don't want to be around that stuff. So you got to be a likable person is what I'm saying. You can't, you can't be out here on some, on some weirdo stuff. I'm just being honest with you. This, this is how it works in the, in the professional world, y'all, for those of y'all who've never had to work in these environments and go through it. It's not just about how smart and intelligent you are. Yes, that's a factor. But people actually got to want to like you and be around you.
If they're going to hire you, you got to go in there and sell yourself. That's how when I went to that one interview and I was in there cracking jokes, is one, I already had a job. <laughs> so it wasn't like I was losing anything. But I felt I was real comfortable. I, I kind of knew what I was doing. I was like, okay, they're going to ask me this. And I'm like, cause they asked me, I can't, but they asked me some question. I don't remember what it was. And then the, the, the lady said something to me, and I thought it was funny. And the next thing I started roasting. I'm like, oh, this what happened to you? Well, you shouldn't have did this, blah, 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 blah. And then she started laughing. I was like, okay, I'm about to get this job. But I, you know, I've been down this process before. You know what I'm saying? Plus, like I say, I'm a, I like to think I'm a likable person. <laughs> I like to think that I'm a likable person. But, um, but yeah, that's what you got to do. These, these are all the things you got to do. And like I say, you'd be surprised. Cause like when I was getting out of the military, we had this thing called ACAP, Army Career Alumni Program. Right? And this is where you're getting out the transition out of the military, whether you're retired, your ETS and medical discharge, whatever, whatever, medical retirement. They make you, or you're supposed to go to these classes where they teach you how to write resumes and then they help you with job interview skills because you would have dudes, <laughs> you would have dudes going to these job interviews, right? After they got out the military. Then they're going to job interviews and they dog on BDUs, ACUs. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're not supposed to go to a job interview wearing your military uniform. You're not in the military anymore. No go put on the appropriate outfit for the company that you're interviewing for. It was on some weird stuff like that. So they had to create a whole class because people just didn't know. They were just out there just doing all kind of crazy stuff. The little, we used to call them, they call low quarter shoes, a little patented leather shoes that you wear with your class A's or your dress blues or whatever, your pink and greens, whatever they call it nowadays. I've been out the army for seven years. You got people going out there interviewing and them just like, what are you doing with these military shoes on, man? Go get you some regular freaking loafers or <laughs> go look like a civilian. You out here looking like G.I. Joe at a job interview. What are you doing? Maybe on some stuff like that, man. I'm a felon. Uh-oh. What'd you do? I'm a felon getting into IT, doing a web developer course, but I'm not picky. I used to do fiber optic cable. Okay. Yeah, you could, you could be a felon and work in tech in some fields. I ain't going to say you can do everything. Depend upon what you did. Um, so that's, that's another thing. Some of I think I've had some people ask me about that. What I've done in tech, I don't know of anybody that has a felon. <laughs> Because uh, I used to do some stuff where you had to have a clearance. I used to have a top secret clearance. Well, I'm still in the system for having one because I used to work for the NSA. But nobody, to my knowledge, had a felony working with it for the NSA because, you know, they, they, they did this extensive background check going back almost like 15, 20 years of my life. Have, having me remember stuff I forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, did I, did I know these people? You know what I mean? So, but I'm pretty sure there are certain areas in tech you can go into. Um... Like I said, I've never answered that question. It's been asked to me before, but I never answered it because I'm like, well, it really depends on where you're working and what you're doing, you know? And what, what were you convicted of? Because I highly doubt if you're, if you're like, let's just say you were convicted of like fraud or something, <laughs> stealing some stuff. I highly doubt you're going to get a tech job working at the bank. I highly doubt it. You know, I don't, I don't think nobody's going to trust you. I'm just saying. Yeah, oh, you live in a military city? What, what city you live in, man? And what, base is, what base are you located next to? Yeah, employers look at everything. They look at your social medias. Oh, you out there in Huntsville? Okay. Yeah, I got some people. I got some friends out there. One of my friends used to be a police officer out in Huntsville. One of my frat brothers. Yeah, employers look at everything. They be all over your social medias, just, just looking for stuff. So if you out there getting turned up, you know, they're smoking weed and you know doing all this this goofy stuff, might want to you know hide them pictures. <laughs> or you might want to create like an alternate personality. Like like let's just say your name is Lisa, Lisa Lisa Smith. You might want to create Lily Smith or something like that, where you get all the turned up stuff over there. And then when people go to Lisa Smith, it's just nothing but happy professional pictures. You, you uh, picking up dog poop off the ground, walking old ladies across the street, just, just being a great Boy Scout, Girl Scout. You know what I mean? 
And another thing y'all can do to help kind of control your image, go buy your domain name. Uh, go buy a domain name in your government name. So whatever, let's just say your name is Lisa Smith. Go buy lisasmith.com. And then put your put put some pretty pictures up there, some happy-go-lucky pictures. Put a little bio, drop your resume up there. So when people go Google it, that'd be the first thing that pops up. They're like, oh, look at this person. They're just a wholesome person. Oh, yes, they look like they'll be a good fit for our company. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Control your image, man. Is it crazy for me to say the ITF exam is difficult to learn? No. There's a lot of people that that actually, I've had high school teach. There's a lot of high school teachers that um, they that uh, teach IT fundamentals, and I've had some hit me up. They be telling me that these high school kids be failing. What I think it is, I don't think the material is complicated to learn. I just think the way the tests are structured when you go in there and take these uh, tests. But then again, it could be complicated if you never really, you know, you don't know anything about computers other than they're just these. These boxes that teleport you to another world called the internet. You don't know anything about a computer there. You know, it might be a little somewhat difficult to get your mind around. Wow, what's a motherboard? What's a logic board? What's RAM? What do you mean RAM? What is what's a CPU? Oh, Lord. What are ones and Z? Oh, Lord. He ain't here teaching us about binary. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah. I don't know no Lisa Smith. I'm pretty sure I do. As a matter of fact, I think I actually do. I think he used to be in the army with a Lisa Smith. I don't know why that name popped up. So anyways, man. Where we at? Let's see. Did I miss some comments? I don't know. <clears throat> so anyways, that's, that's, that's pretty much all I got to say, man, about stacking certs. Just go get the certifications that mean something not mean something, but are going to help you get hired or help you get that job. Now, if you want to go out there and get all these other certs just to be bragging and flexing on people, you know, when they come to your house and you can be like, look at all my certs I got. All right, do what you do. Make yourself happy. Live your best life. What's up, Professor Black Ops? Y'all need to go sub to that dude. That's a smart dude right there. But go out there and get these certifications. Focus only on the certs. After you get the A plus, net plus, security plus. <laughs> After you get my A plus, net plus, security plus. Well, not mine. You get those. But go focus on the certifications that will put you in a certain job position that you want to see yourself in. So if you want to do cybersecurity, there's no need for you to go out there and learn database development and get all them certs. Unless you want to be a database developer in the future. But if you just want to do some cyber stuff, then focus strictly on cyber stuff. Cloud stuff, focus strictly on cloud stuff. Yeah, PBO's that dude, man. Smart dude, man. I ain't the only one. Some other smart people out there. <laughs> I like to share the smarts. You know what I mean? I heard you get a good retirement medical benefits uh, payment from the Army. Yeah, man. E-money. So, look, I didn't retire. I did 13 years in. I got medically separated, right? See, back in 2002, when I was 22 years old, I was in way better shape than I am now because, you know, I don't, I don't put some weight on. <laughs> but back in the day, when I used to run four or five miles. I used to go, I used to run two miles in 14 minutes, push-ups, sit-ups. I decided, let me go to airborne school and jump out of airplanes. So I went down to Fort Bragg for three weeks and learned how to jump out of an airplane, y'all. Jumped out of a plane. My first jump, I thought I was going to die. I forgot every because you know, I was literally like, oh, we were like 1,800 feet in the air. This plane flying like 500 miles an hour. And I decided, let me jump the hell out of this damn thing. So I jumped out of it, and then I landed wrong. I forgot, I forgot everything they taught me. I landed. I hit the ground like a sack of rocks. <laughs> and then I, I caused like a little slight injury to my back. But when I was 22, I was, I was, I was, I was able to run through the pain. You know what I'm saying? It was like, whatever, man. I could, have, I could have had a broke leg, and I'd still go out there and run. Like we was on some stupid crap, some dummy mission crap like that. Fast forward 20 years, you know, I'm 42 now. Sometimes when I roll out of bed, I got to make sure, I got to think about how I'm going to land my feet because, you know, it might be a life or death situation because them old injuries are, you know, really kicking in now. But they're part of the reason why I got out 
uh, prematurely instead of me doing 20 years because if I had stayed in the Army, April 29th of this year would have been my 20th year anniversary. I'd probably be like an E7 or E8 by now. But I got a staff sergeant, E6. But, um, but as far as the benefits go, I get the exact same benefits that a retiree gets. I just don't have the classification of being retired. I get the same medical benefits, free. I don't pay for health care. Um, I still get I, I get a disability pension, whatever you want to call it. I still get the same VA loans, uh, educational benefits, because after I got out, I went back to school for my graduate degrees, my master's in IT and my MBA, and I used my GI Bill, post 9-11 GI Bill, to pay for everything. To get those two degrees would have cost me like fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. I didn't pay anything. Then they paid me to go to school while I was getting them. So I got those. What else I get? I get my 10% discount at all the stores. <laughs> Always go in there and ask for a military discount. I get my 10 to 20% discounts like clockwork. What else? Uh, if, if, if it's, uh, what is it, Veterans Day or something, I go get my free meals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, people still say thank you for your service, and I get all that crap. I just don't have the designation of being a retiree. That's the only. That's really the only difference between me and them. That's it. That's really it. Everything else is the same. I think. Oh yeah, another difference is when I when I when I when I go meet my maker at my funeral, because I used to be on I used to be on ceremonial detail back in the day. So basically, I'm not going to get the full 21 gun salute at my funeral. I'm going to have a two or three man team come out there, fold the flag. They're going to play taps and they're going to give the flag to my wife or my kids. If I had to retire, they would have had a full team come out there, carry my casket and all this crap. So that's like the, that's like the difference. But I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? So those of y'all want to join the military, y'all can go you know, learn IT and cybersecurity. Because in the military, they have a, I was a 25 Bravo. So the IT people, but then they came out right before I was getting out, about a year or two before I got out, they came out with another MOS called 25 Delta, and that's the actual cybersecurity wing of the Army. And so you want to talk about getting super-duper specialized cybersecurity certs that might cost you into the hundreds, hundreds of dollars into the thousands of dollars. Shoot, they'd be giving it away like candy for free to people in the military. So for those of y'all who are physically fit, Y'all want to go serve this great country. That might be something for y'all to think about. <laughs> Just got to risk getting deployed and getting shot at. But you'll be all right. This is cutting off your comment. He says, my father got the ceremony at the funeral. Did 17 years. Uh, I mean, we all get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I was on ceremonial detail. So I spent, out of my whole, it was a, it was a three-month detail, 90-day detail. And I did two or three rotations my entire career. But basically, we would just go around folding funerals. I mean, folding funerals. Folding flags at funerals all day, every day. I was on call for 90 days. Couldn't go on leave. Couldn't do nothing. Be doing funerals on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Driving two, three hours up the street. to go fold the flag for, for a vet. Then give the flag to the wife and kids as they're crying. And you sitting there just... You know, the first couple of them kind of hit you like, oh, Jesus. And after you don't did it so much, you become numb to it. It's like just routine. Unfortunately, becomes like that. But you still go out there and do the best you can do, which, which I did great. I got really good at that. My flag folding skills are amazing. <laughs> I can fold a flag like nobody's business. Let me tell you that right now. <sighs> going to the Air Force. All right. That's cool. Um, I think they they probably got they got some IT people in there. Air Force pretty chill, man. Y'all don't do anything. Just sit around and, and <laughs> become the chair force or whatever. Go Army. All right, it's forty six. What time is it, y'all? Let me check my. I gotta get a. I can't tell the time on this thing. I can't even tell. Oh, okay. It's 1649. All right. Well, I got like an hour. I got to take my kids to karate practice. Appreciate that, Trey. 
anyway, so yeah, man, appreciate y'all supporting the channel. Oh, it was 21.49 in London, or L London, London. Okay, oh, you all the way over there in the UK eating fish and chips? That's what I'm talking about, man. Do y'all, do y'all, do y'all, do y'all put seasoning on y'all food over there? Like, I heard, I've heard a lot of stories about food in England just tasting horrible. I know y'all, I know we got some Africans and Caribbeans over there. Do y'all put, I don't know what you are, but do y'all season y'all, do y'all put, do y'all use hot sauce over there? I live in Florida, man. I'm a, I'm a fan of hot sauce. Do y'all, y'all put seasoning on y'all food, man? I come over to get some fish and chips. Is it gonna taste like the fish came straight out the water, or do y'all y'all put some hot? Like, what do y'all do, man? What y'all what y'all over there doing, man? I need y'all to get right. Shout out to my people in the UK, though. I'm gonna go over there one day. It's funny because I see people from the. I remember, <laughs> I was like, I was like 18 years old, right? I used to work um, off the street called International Drive down here in Orlando. For those of you who've been to Orlando, International Drive is like a big tourist area. I used to work at this clothing store called Denim Place, at this place called Point Orlando. And we would always, these are, <laughs> so the store I worked in, it sold a bunch of jeans and clothes. But the AC, it was like, we kept the AC like on frost. Well, I ain't going to say frost, but it was pretty cool up in there. All these people from Europe, especially those from like Scotland, England, you know, all them Northern European countries or whatever, Scandinavia, they were like so easily recognizable. So they would be, they would come all the way from that Northern environment, come all the way down to Central Florida to go see Disney World and all that crap. But that son be whipping them, whipping them up. That son would be whooping on them. They come into my store, they all sunburnt. They're in there chugging gallons of water. I remember I was in the store one day, I had a sweater on because I was cold. <laughs> I was in the store, chilly. This lady coming there, she had like this heavy Scottish accent or Irish, I don't know, one of them damn countries. And she's in there like, oh my goodness, how do you, how do you all survive down here in this heat? I'm like, lady, I'm from here. I live here. What are you talking about? But she came in there, she was like all beet red. Son just been whooping her. I was like, I was like, yeah, you might as well go sit down in that corner and chug some water, cause I might have to call uh, the ambulance. You look like you about to pass out. But it, it, it'd just be so funny when these Europeans from, like I said, the northern European countries come down here, to Central Florida, and, they, and that son just be just be slapping them all. Around. <laughs> that son be slapping them all around the place, man. That thing be, used to be so funny. Okay, yeah, I think she was, she was from around there somewhere. But then, it was like that when I went to Kuwait. First time I went to Kuwait, back in 2006. So I left the States, flew out of Baltimore. It was February, so it was like cold. I had like this bubble jacket on. I was freezing. We landed in Kuwait like 20 hours later or something like that at midnight. And they, they opened the doors. We get off on the tarmac. It's like midnight in Kuwait. Dude, it's like 100 degrees outside. I was damn near stripping butt naked out there. Like, what the hell? Like, how do people live out here? And so, <laughs> so they take us to our little base. We go to our little base for uh, Camp Virginia. Or, no, Camp, what was it, the Air Force Base, IUD. And then I went to Camp Virginia around the corner. I see people out there in the desert walking, on, walking with camels, y'all. I'm like, oh, hell no. You got people out there hanging outside in the desert with camels and goats. I'm like, dude, do y'all know it's like 100? Because in the daytime in Kuwait, by lunchtime, it'll get as high as like 130 degrees outside. And when I used to, be, I used to work at the help desk, but I was, I was working at the help desk back then. And we used to, we used to <laughs> me and my soul used to draw straws like, all right, who's going to get us lunch? Because, man, just to walk across the field, oh, Jesus, you, you might not come back alive. You know what I'm saying? Like that sun used to just be, just be whooping you, man. But then I think about them people I used to see with the camels and the goats out on the side of the road. You know, they're they here looking at me like, you know, it's, it's normal for them. I'm over here like just chugging water, trying to stay alive, man. I'm a bad Morris to give me all war stories. Hold on. I'm trying to study the ITF. What material do you recommend? I'm new here. All right, go study my material, man. Go, go to my playlist. Click on IT Fundamentals. All them videos are posted. People watch them and pass that cert all the time. With the A+, Net+, Security+, can I get an entry job with 
NIT without experience? Yes, you can. There's plenty of jobs. Go on Indeed. Look up entry-level IT or something like that. And oftentimes, they'll be like, hey, you just need A+, plus, Net+, plus, and or Security+. Plus. Plenty of people get hired all the time. I was just talking on here earlier about how some people can't get hired. I was just telling them, well, you know, you got to go in there and be a likable person. Be able to pass these job interviews. So you might want to rewind the clock on this video later. All right, man. All right, it's about, it's about time for me to go. Any more questions before I roll? So Sunday, we'll be doing our live stream again for my little quiz I posted. If you guys don't know, go to the community tab. And this, this what are we doing? We're doing A-plus this week, A-plus hardware, I think. We'll be doing a live stream on A-plus. Next week will be, I think, A-plus software, the Network Plus, the Security Plus. Um, what else? Yeah, eventually, I'm going to start putting up some labs. Um, the reason why it's taking so long, because I didn't, I didn't predict it was going to be, like, this much work. I mean, like I said, I work a job, and I got to take my kids to martial arts practice, and you know, I'm just a one-man band over here. But eventually, we're going to get to that point. For those of y'all who want to learn some stuff beyond just looking at my slideshows. And then also, go visit my website. Help y'all with y'all resumes. If you don't feel like waiting for me to drop videos, I'm, you know, building out all these courses. So you can just go in there and study on your own and do it at your own pace. And then eventually, ultimately, I'm going to get to the point where I'm doing, like, coaching because some of y'all have expressed to me that y'all like want me to really like walk y'all through the process i'm like okay well i have to come out with a coaching program yeah we're gonna do we're gonna get some we're gonna get busy with some labs i just gotta find i gotta I, listen i gotta write them up record them you know narrate them and all that crap so it's, it's not as you know it's not as easy as you think it is this content creation stuff it could be really time consuming all right Anyway, shout out to everybody who became a member. Go, go join a, a Tech G channel membership. Show your boy some love out in these streets. All right, y'all be safe. I'm going to go. We'll do this again. I'll probably try to do one of these lives once a week. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, y'all be easy. Peace.